Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Look out for that gorilla. It's one more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. Now, gorillas don't really play a role in this story, but it sounded more exciting than the animals that do. What I have here is the 10 states where you're most likely to be killed by an animal. I don't think many people would need to be urged to look out for a gorilla. I mean, if you came upon a gorilla, I think your immediate reaction would be caution. Yes? You wouldn't react the same way as if you saw, say, a cow, which is much more likely or kills more people. But anyway, cows kill more people than gorillas. Stay tuned. All right. Um, <laughs> animal attacks on people are rare, but they are now keeping track of them, and they're on the increase. They say due to climate change. What? Why are why are deadly animal attacks on the rise due to climate change? The air conditioning. Mountain lions, bears—they come into the air conditioning. It's really hot out there. You mind if I, uh, you know, just uh, watch tube with you for a while? <laughs> they don't explain in what way. It's just an opportunity to blame something uh, on climate change, I guess. Freaking everything blamed on climate change. Anyway, they looked at fatal animal attacks over the past 20 years. It's CDC data. Clung again at number one on the animal attack scale, Texas, with a staggering 520 deaths during those 20 years. That's 26 fatalities a year. First, those restrictive voting laws, now this. Texas, look at yourself. 26 animal deaths a year in Texas. That does seem like quite a few. That's a significant number, yeah. Yeah, and and I, I absolutely believe a lot of those are cattle-related in Texas. a sure. couple a month. So, California came in second, distant second, by the way, at 299. Uh, and it says here, really helping us with these statistical numbers in case you're 
too dumb to figure it out on your own. Population was a prevailing factor in the number of deaths, with the top three most populated states having the top three numbers of fatalities. So, Boy, that's some good journalism right there. By a similar token, Delaware, North Dakota, and Rhode Island, the three of the least populated states, recorded the fewest animal-related deaths at zero. Nobody got killed by an animal in Delaware over wow. those 20 years, not one person. You know, i got to consider moving there. An animal death sounds awful. So, Delaware, here I come. <laughs> but wait a minute. Did you say, what were the other two? South Dakota and... Uh... Why are you moving to Rhode Island, Jack? I'm afraid of being attacked by a gorilla. It never <laughs> happens in Rhode Island. Yeah, but those other two states, what were they again? Uh, the, the, the few attacks? Delaware, yeah. North Dakota, and Rhode Island. Yeah, oh, North Dakota. Well, you'd think, you know, a grizzly or something, North Dakota. Hanson, they got grizzly bears in North Dakota? I don't think so. Hanson would know. He's from South Dakota. Yeah, I doubt it. Some, sometimes they vacation there. Mm. They don't They don't go from Montana to North Dakota occasionally? No, I don't think so. Huh. I don't, I don't, I've never heard of a grizzly bear in South Dakota, certainly, even in the Black Hills. But anyway, um, unfortunately, the survey didn't specify which particular animals are responsible for the most deaths in each state. But uh, the animal-related deaths in the three frontrunners, Florida, California, and Texas, were due to people getting bitten or struck by other animals, which uh, is attributed to dog attacks, car collisions with deer, and livestock accidents. Those are your top three killers of animals. Uh, the, the closest I've ever come to dying in a car wreck was a, a deer jumped in front of me, and I swerved stupidly and went into a spin, and just thank God there wasn't another car or a telephone pole. I just mm-hmm. spun and spun in the interstate and came to a stop. But um, So people, 200 people a year die from um, hitting a deer or avoid trying to avoid a deer. Then it is uh, bee stings, bees and wasps, kill 100 people annually. <sighs> Grizzly bears, Jack, once numbered about 50,000, ranged over much of North America, including much of South Dakota and North Dakota. Well, maybe they once did, but they don't anymore. No, nope. nope. black bears are seen there occasionally. Uh, I don't know why you need to bring race into it, but there is no known breeding population of bears in the state. So there you go. Number one is a deer trying to avoid a deer in your car. So it's really a car wreck. Um, wasps and bees, number two. Then you get down to dogs and cows. Working together? Working together in some sort of... Malicious? No, uh, the dogs are just too horrible to even contemplate. You hear these stories now and then. It's just awful. The dogs pretend they're hurting the cows, but they're actually hurting the humans toward the cows to be crushed under their hooves of vengeance. Usually kids are old people killed by people's idiotic ownership of not-trained pit bulls. So that's what that is. Pretty much. But then cattle, that's just the cattle industry is what that is. And I got trampled by a whole bunch of cattle once, and it's pretty much luck that I didn't die. Their, their hooves as they, hundreds of them ran over me as I was curled up in a ball. Uh, luckily, just didn't land oh. on my head. Wow. Were you ever the victim of a savage donkey attack? And the most horrifying donkey attack ever caught on tape. No. How many donkey attacks have been caught on tape to choose from? I find myself wondering. <laughs> I mean, if there was only one, that would be the most horrifying donkey attack ever caught on tape also the most hilarious donkey attack the longest donkey attack the shortest (laughs) i think you see my point so i think that may be hyperbole when i got stampeded by cattle the best part of this story has always been this to me so i'm working at a feedlot in western kansas gladys 
God, we're paying you, plus you get the stimulus checks from the government. Come on, play your damn harp. If I'm if I'm flashing back to an earlier time of my life. So I'm working at a feedlot in western Kansas, and I'm herding uh, several hundred cattle into a pen. And I'm chasing them down the alley, and uh, which is what they call the narrow fenced areas with the cattle in them. Do you like yell and clap your hands, or what? What are the mechanics of that exactly? You jump up and down and wave your arms, and one person can easily herd hundreds and hundreds of cattle by themselves because they have a herd mentality, and you just get them going that direction, (laughs) and they go that direction. Hmm, They're easily cowed, but and usually that's fine. But for whatever reason, in this instance, and I don't remember what it was, they got spooked somehow and decided to turn around and come back. So I've got them into this pen, and I'm running to try to get this gate closed before they make it back to the open gate. Oh, and I boy. think I'm going to make it in time, and I get the gate swung just about all the way shut. When the herd of frightened cattle hit the gate, the gate hits me, and I go over backwards. Oh, my God. And then I, uh, I knew what was about to happen, and I roll up in a bottle, ball in the dirt. And all these cattle just running over the top of me. And I'm just, like, rolling around, and, you know, there's just dust and noise and... None of their hooves landed on my head or body at all, thank God. Wow. They stepped over me. But the most interesting part of this was this guy I'd been working with for a couple of years, um, probably an illegal, um, really nice guy, uh, Mexican dude, didn't speak any English, or so I thought. He never spoke any English and always acted like he couldn't speak any English. Um, He comes running over and says, Jack, Jack, you okay? Are you okay? And my first thought was not, oh, my God, I just survived a cattle stampede. Or anything like that. It was, <laughs> wow, he can speak English. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. I, I wish you could, like, uh, apply or go on a website or something, and the Almighty would tell you how close you came to croaking it. Yeah, probably. Because that had to be, like, a, a 94 on the not-with-us-anymore meter. Probably relatively close as a 120-pound 17-year-old. Um. Yeah. <laughs> well, you could have been a 700-pound 17-year-old. If a cow stops on your noggin, eh, not good. Actually, being 120 pounds, I was very skinny, um, was probably to my benefit. Yeah, As the cattle absolutely. tried to step over me. Yeah, smaller target. What was that guy's name? It was one of your typical, like, you know, I'm from Mexico names. Common name yeah. among the, yeah. the, the beautiful Mexican people. But it yeah. uh, turns out, yeah, he spoke English. I'll be damned. So you think he just figured uh, he wouldn't let on so he could hear what people were saying around him and they would think he didn't understand. Or just easier to not have to talk to people. I don't know. Yeah, maybe he was just a misanthrope, come to think of it. He's a hell of a good worker. And that's one of the reasons that, you know, shortly after I was doing this in the 80s, they hired all people from Mexico. They worked cheap. They worked really, really hard. They would never complain about anything. Um, And so it was no longer a job high school kids could get. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, which has happened in a lot of industries. Anyway, don't get attacked by a bee or a deer or a dog. Or a herd of cattle, certainly. Or a herd of cattle. Well, I guess that's it. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., 
we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals, Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.